Welcome to Crafting Solutions to Conflict, a podcast that will explore ways to preserve harmony and to prevent harmful conflict in valued relationships, and also ways to resolve conflict effectively and to restore harmony if damaging conflict should occur. We will delve into specific tips to manage conflict in life and into much broader topics touching on conflict, actual and potential, good and bad, in the world around us. I'm your host, Jane Bettle, and my goal is to share a perspective on conflict that is both practical and positive. When bad conflict happens to good people. Bad conflict, what we talk about the most, the default, is the damaging, destructive kind. Good conflict, where creativity and collaboration can thrive, is possible too. I admit to being an optimist about conflict, but I am not a complete Pollyanna. Sometimes bad conflict happens to good people. When it does, and when you are in the midst of the conflict, it is tempting to hunt for a wrongdoer, even an evil doer, the person who is at fault or the person who is more at fault than the other person or people. And to a large extent, that is what litigation is for. It assigns blame and assesses damages, if any, most of the time in the monetary sense. Arbitration generally does the same things with the goal of making that assignment and that assessment faster and cheaper. These processes often work well in three circumstances. First, when there is no relationship between the people involved, say there was a serious car accident between strangers, or when the relationship has dissolved, a divorcing couple with no kids, or a purely commercial dispute about a one-off transaction, or the relationship doesn't count nearly as much as the money. Business partners who just want to divide the spoils and move on. However, I am more interested in situations where the relationship does matter. We may look hard for A, or perhaps worse, the wrongdoer to pin the problem on, and that may not be the best course of action. First, It's the word hard, as in working hard. Is that effort going to be worth it in the end? And hard is clinical and sharp and not inclined to ease up, let it slide, or look for a way to get through this. Second, there may be no wrongdoer. Instead, there may be an actual objective basis for the conflict. Genuine misunderstanding or lack of information or misinformation? How could you be so callous, ignoring or undervaluing my pain? Well, I didn't know what had happened. I knew it, but I didn't know how hurt you were. I knew you were hurt, but I didn't know that my response to your pain was inadequate. There may be a subjective basis. I didn't feel it was that important. I don't, in fact, walk in your shoes. But that isn't enough alone to make me a wrongdoer. What do you do? First, don't jump to conclusions about the other person's 
motivations. Take a breath, think. And if you are in a hmm, discussion, listen carefully and ask questions appropriately. Playing gotcha, as in, see, I didn't do anything wrong, isn't helpful. Maybe there is someone more at fault, but it isn't purely black and white. There's some wiggle room here. Let's agree that this wasn't our finest moment. Can we figure out where we went off the rails, primarily to help us to not do it again in the future? Perhaps only one person is truly at fault. Where do we go from here? Can we find a way to acknowledge the wrong, then to repair the damage, and to start the work, and it may take some work, to preserve the relationship? Key questions to consider with care. Thank you for listening. If you enjoy the Crafting Solutions to Conflict podcast, please subscribe through one of the major apps. You can also find the show on the web by searching for Crafting Solutions to Conflict. For those of you who are new to listening to podcasts, here's something you may not know. Subscribing to podcasts is free. Comments or ideas about the podcast? Let me know at JB, as in my initials, at dovetailresolutions.com. Until next time, I'm Jane Bettle.